I'm Rick Dadarian, and you're listening to Realms of Memory. On the evening of April 15, 2014, the MVC wall left the South Korean port of Incheon with 476 passengers and crew on board. Most of the passengers on the ferry were second-year students from the Danwon High School in the town of Ansan, located about 20 miles southwest of Seoul. This was a much-anticipated school trip to Jeju Island, a popular resort destination off the coast of South Korea. Friends and classmates look forward to four days of fun and sightseeing before having to return home for their third and final year of high school. Tragically, most of the students and many of the teachers who accompanied them never survived the trip. Top-heavy, overloaded with cargo, with a crew poorly trained to respond to emergencies, the seawall tilted and capsized in the treacherous waters about 70 miles from Jeju Island. Most of the 250 students who died were trapped in their cabins after obediently following the crew's instructions to put on life vests and remain in their rooms. The sinking of the MV seawall is a familiar South Korean disaster story. Cho Sang-hun, Seoul bureau chief for the New York Times, argues that many of the fires in other man-made disasters, including the collapse of a bridge and a department store in the 1990s that have dogged South Korea since it began rapidly industrializing during the Cold War, were attributed to corruption, lax regulatory enforcement, and corner-cutting on safety measures by businessmen. Those problems have never been stamped out. In this extract of my interview with Professor Hydran Shin from Seoul National University, we'll look at her insights into how the Seawall Ferry disaster has been forgotten and remembered. We'll discuss how economic interests worked against efforts to memorialize the tragedy. Lastly, we'll discuss how memory activism associated with the 1980 Gwangju uprising and its brutal suppression became entangled in the Seawall memorialization efforts. Ferry disaster uh, happened in uh, 2014, and uh, high school students, um, many high school students were there, 300, and um, and then and some other people were uh, in the ferry. They were going to Jeju Island, and then um, um, it was a uh, uh, you know the there was a accident uh but the thing was that um the police and then didn't uh, couldn't rescue them and then um later um it turned out that uh those students those passengers were told to wait you know not to not to move not to do something and then so they were they were doing it as they were told to, and then they died. So it was really shocking because uh, um, in 2014, and people would imagine that if something happens to me, um, I will be rescued. I will be saved by the police or, or uh, 911 and then ambulance and so on. And then the system was not there. And then uh, when the ship was sinking, those a few days, people were watching TV um, and hoping that those people sh- uh, 
could be saved as soon as possible. And then what they saw was that the ship was really sinking and then people died. And, and not only that, but um, after that, after that, it was more important. The Park government, yeah. Uh, by the way, Park is uh, is uh, uh, Park Jong Hee uh, military dictator's daughter, and she, her government didn't respond um, um, well. They didn't apologize. They didn't um, even mention it, it much. They tried to. Um, like act as if nothing had happened. That's why, that's why people, uh, it, it really provoked, uh, people and then led to the, um, um, the end of the government impeached. So you have what hundreds of students that are taking this ferry to Jeju Island, which is kind of, I've heard it described as like the Florida of Korea, right? They're, they're going on a, a trip, what after graduation? Yes, uh, and there's this accident that takes place. Uh, their students are told to remain in their seats, and a lot of uh, hundreds die as a as a result of that. Right? What wasn't part part of the scandal is that the government didn't send in the Coast Guard fast. That, that there weren't ships that were sent in to help rescue them. They're actually just local fishermen who were out there trying to trying to save whoever they could. Right. There were, uh, much rumors and then the official investigations, um, uh, said that it was, uh, accident and then, uh, it was accident and then the ship, um, just, uh, had, uh, you know, more people than it was allowed to. Hmm. So if you want to forget, you, you mentioned one way of forgetting is the government can just not talk about it, right? Just remain not silent. Talk about it. Yes. But th- there are efforts to try to remember, and I think you point out that students try to turn their own classrooms into into a memory site. Oh yes, and then uh, I visited there, and um, um, well, luckily, um, luckily, meaning that uh, the the places of memory didn't really disturb the, uh, the school's, uh, academic education activities because, uh, it was in a separate building, like annex, you know, annex building. Um, because there, those, uh, second year students' uh, classrooms were, were concentrated there. And then, uh, uh, because uh, most of them were gone, uh, many of them are gone. Um, uh, when I entered the, the, those classrooms, several classrooms and teachers' rooms, and then dead people's, uh, uh, seats had uh, flowers and then those, um, you know, uh, like uh, snacks and then the, their, um, books and so on. They, that, they used to enjoy in their everyday life. And, uh, it was a uh, quite, um, um yes it was uh, quite uh, impressive and then uh, disturbing because uh, um i mean they were they were just having peaceful everyday life there you know they spent many hours in the in those classrooms so i think that um those classrooms were not the site of death because you know people died 
uh, in, in the ocean, in the sea. However, this high school was a sim, the symbol of their, those victims, um, everyday life. So, but, um, those are classrooms because, uh, you know, other, um, like parents and then complained because, um, um, it's like, uh, the semestry is in the middle of the school. And then the, you know, that's why students are affected, uh, by that atmosphere. And then, so those activists and then, uh, parents of the victim students, uh, struggled, but later they moved those, uh, the memory classrooms to other place. After what a couple of years, though, right? They're, they're left in place for 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 a long period of time. Uh, yeah. After a while, yeah. Okay, and weren't there also like counter demonstrations? Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> and then it is a uh, um um interestingly related to May eighteen. <laughs> um, well, at first there were people. I mean. I guess there were several groups. Some people worried about real estate price. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a part of the, uh, Korean mentality. So something happened. It, it affects uh, the image of the area. And then, and then the real estate price, uh, goes up and down. Yeah. So people were afraid of that. Those, uh, especially those people who had shops in that area. And then, um, you know, or, or some other people, uh, other people, um, to them have a, c- a cemetery in the normal neighborhood is, is, uh, like a beyond the imagination because it's, uh, it's a, 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 in Korean culture, it's a cemetery should be, um, a distant. Yeah. Um, and so on, because, uh, there was a plan to build a memorial park in the, in Ansan city, Ansan city where the, those victims school, the Tanon school, and then those parents uh, live. Yeah. So against, against that, people had a demonstration, but later on, I uh, interviewed uh, those leaders. And then the um, other people, uh, other opponents, um, you know, they they compromised and then they gave up or they were they they changed their ideas. However, these are uh, um, lasting, rigid uh, opponents were had that idea that um, May eighteen, May eighteen. Um, was organized by really evil people, you know, like um, um, like a North Korean, <laughs> North Korea friend, friendly people, and then they moved to this Ansan and with the idea about uh, how to make, how to create uh, places of memory, and then they are teaching. Um, those victims, parents, and then activists, what to do. And then this is why, this is why the memorial, memory classrooms and memory parks ideas came out. Oh, that's interesting. So they really feel like they're what these local, they're local business people or just local residents 
in, in this community where a lot of the students came from and had, had died, uh, they're upset that this memorial is going to be built in their community. They feel like it's going to affect their property values. It's going to associate tragedy with the community. People won't want to buy property there in the future. And they feel like this whole memorial scheme is is tied into these people from Guangzhou uh, who are who are kind of memory activists who are who are uh, corrupting uh, the, the people in this other community and, and, and encouraging them to do their own memory work. Yes, the the latter idea uh, was from um, not many people, few people, but but um, they are really active. So what happens in the end? I mean, is there a monument that's built to to the disaster? Not the monument, the park is. Uh, yes, it is being constructed, and then uh, I think that they were um, those opponents uh, uh, still do that. Mm. Well, there's still people who object to it, but it's it's under construction; it hasn't been completed yet. Not yet. So it's going to be completed uh, quite soon, I think. However, it's, um, um, for example, every year the the memorial uh, is uh, is held, you know, takes place, and then those opponents have a demonstration in front of uh, in front of that in front of the event. On the December fifth episode. I'll feature my full interview with Professor Heiran Shin from Seoul National University on the memory of the 1980 Gwangju Uprising, the pivotal event that set South Korea on a course from dictatorship to democracy. In particular, we'll be discussing her book, The Cultural Politics of Urban Development in South Korea, Art, Memory, and Urban Boosterism in Gwangju. Focusing on several major cultural events held in Gwangju, Hyderan reveals the tensions between the desire to remember the violence of the past and the economic needs in the present. As always, if you've enjoyed listening, tell a friend and review us on your favorite podcast app. I'm Rick Dadarian. See you soon. <laughs>